Dilling, and this is the Perry Paysan Podcast. Today I'm talking with Laurent Lucustumer, who is the co-founder of Radio Vino, a wine and music app that he created with Thierry Poinsant, who is also the founder of the Paris-based bistro and bottle shop, Ombrac. Laurent is a wine lover, musician, and a person who is really good at computer stuff. He told me how he brought all those things together to bring you Radio Vino. So let's get to our interview and hear what he has to say. So I'm with Laurent Lecoustumer from Radio Vino. Thank you so much, Laurent, for joining me today. Uh, you're welcome. So we met briefly at the Boulot Centre tasting in July in, exactly. in my neighborhood. Um, and I saw you interviewing winemakers and I'd kind of been following you on social media and um, seeing the work that you did. And then in preparation for the this interview, I delved more into your project and I didn't realize the okay. scope of, of what Radio Vino proposes it's quite huge there's a radio with yeah. music and all these things and i wonder if you could tell me a little bit about the origin and then and then what consists of this project that goes beyond even just podcasts it's it's the the range is huge of what you propose yeah, to is. listeners it is uh yeah because the point is the main point is to actually make a radio not just uh, podcasts and stuff uh it's an idea uh, of thierry poinçon which is a uh, a good friend uh, that we met and, at Envrac, the wine shop that we will probably talk about later. Uh, it started, of, let's say, two years ago, but we had to set up the technical aspects and uh, legal aspect as well uh, for the, yeah, the radio. And because, uh, as you said, we, we are streaming music. Which is, you know, in France, uh, it's uh, you have to, to you have to be uh, straight with the, the the law and stuff, the SACEM, you know, the rights for the um, the, the owners of the uh, of the music and stuff. So we 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 set the, that up uh, before and uh, made a website, which is radiovino.fr. And then we started the the project and um, we started to go around in fairs and uh, and tasting to record some stuff. Like uh, we we actually really started a little more than a year ago. Yeah, uh, sure. Well, let's let's go back because I think also like yeah. you mentioned, um, there's the Enrat connection, which yeah, um, I I've definitely talked about on the um, podcast before and in my book about um, this great address in the 18th. Well, I believe mm -hmm. you have two uh, locations now, but I remember hanging out in the 18th at the original. Um, Vrac, where yep, you um, focus on, as the name suggests, bulk products and wines and yes. spirits and um, and also uh, like a selection. It's a bottle shop as well as a place where you can uh, sit and have, course, a, yeah, yeah. have some food. So so how did, what's the connection between Envrac and, and Radio Vino? How did those two kind of inspire each other? Yeah, uh, it's actually uh, the first connection is the people, mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, because uh, Thierry is the owner of Envrac. And we met over there, actually. I was... Uh, I was working in the area like uh, seven years ago and so I had lunch uh, in this place and we met and we uh, yeah we, we became friends very quickly and uh, so the, the first connection is about the place and the, the people uh, if you um, no, you're not going there anymore but uh, we also I mean we also we are also playing uh, Radio Vino in Envrac which is like you know 24 Seven, not not twenty four seven. Envrac is open from ten to midnight, but but still. And uh, but that that's mainly it. We are also because um, we have a show. I don't know if you noticed it. It's the Plop Club, mm -hmm. which is a thing we are recording live. And we we did some of those recordings at Envrac. 
okay. a few times already. Uh, it's not always easy because it's a bit it's a bit noisy mm -hmm. and stuff. But that's also the point. So we have the uh, the atmosphere and totally the that art. gives like the bistro yeah. ambiance, which exactly. is really nice. Yeah, and like and the music exactly. that you offered like that is streaming as well. It gives you kind of that like cool restaurant vibe. Yeah. It's fun to just listen to at home, but I can, I can totally, exactly. it sets up that environment. It, it can be, it can be technically because I'm in charge of the uh, sound engineering and stuff. It can be tricky because it can be really noisy and uh, it's not always that easy, but that's really nice to have this kind of uh, atmosphere in the, during the recording. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Is your background in sound or wine or are you amateur of both? Yeah, amateur and uh, yeah, because I'm uh, have a complicated background. Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, I'm a musician. That's the first thing, uh, and also uh, a web developer guy because I, I, I love the computers. Uh, so I, uh, when we met with uh, Thierry and when he he talked about me about this radio uh, project he had, uh, it was like uh, something obvious uh, that I had. I could manage the uh, the technical aspects, the website the podcast, uh, take care of the broadcasting and servers and stuff. So that's how we complete each other. Ah, that's great. Well, it's such a huge advantage to the community because I think there's a lot of people who aren't as technically savvy but have great ideas about how they would love to share information yeah. about the wine world. And I think especially when you're going to the winemakers to speak with them, they mm -hmm. can be kind of sauvage, a little bit in their corner of the world, yeah. Yeah. very yeah, technophobe, so there's <laughs> not a lot them. out yeah. there. And I think, um, like, I've interviewed... It, it, yeah, it actually depends. Um, the, uh, the, youngest, the youngest one, you, you know about them, uh, girls and boys, uh, the wine growers now, most of them uh, uh, are kind of lot into this uh, social media stuff and uh, so uh, yeah it really depends on the on the on the one growers but most of them they also like really uh, not geeks but uh, a lot of them they know they really know their ways into the their way into the technical things mm. i don't know if you noticed that oh yeah definitely with the younger generation so that kind of leads into a question i wanted to ask you is um mm -hmm. how do you choose who you're going to speak with and i guess also how does that is that connected with the the wine that you are going to have in on black or what's your kind of politic about how you're going yeah. to to choose winemakers oh it's it's mainly uh <clears throat> it's mainly about the occasions mm. you know uh, let's face it yeah <laughs> you know as we say in french uh, l'occasion fait le larron you know mm. uh so we, we have uh, of course ideas and uh some of the things that we knew we wanted to talk about, uh, and then then we, we we go with the with with what's happening. Huh? We started, as I said, at the fair, which, which is uh, Sous les Pavés la Vigne, mm -hmm. which was in Lyon actually last year in November. And so we picked uh, we picked this fair because we 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 know the we know very well the people who are uh, organizing it, uh, and Anzunino and uh, Antonin Yomiamunategi. Mm -hmm from uh, Nourriture Fu, uh, so it's, there's also a Parisian version, actually, of Sous les Pavés la Vigne, which was the first one. Um, but yeah, we, we picked this one because uh, we, we knew that they would, be, uh, they would support us and give us full access to, you know, the place, uh, the winemakers and stuff, so we, we, we started with this one. Which was perfect, and plus we have the, we had a lot of uh, people that we could interview and uh, make atmosphere uh, things of uh, the fair and the tastings, uh, which was which is uh, also the one of the things that uh, Thierry and I we really like uh, music, 
and sounds in general. So it's also, it's of course about podcasting and uh, interviewing people, but it's also about uh, sounds, sounds in general, you know, and uh, having atmospheres and this kind of thing. I'm uh, working on uh, when I'm uh, editing, uh, we have, we have various uh, kind of podcasts and some of them uh, I'm really trying to let the sound you know take its place and uh, take the, the nice thing about this and we can uh, with the podcast and uh, you know with the website that we can take the time we want actually mm -hmm. which is really nice I mean you know about it I guess yeah for sure you have that freedom which is really yeah, liberating exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah and I love what you do with audio clips because even on the streaming when we're listening to the music there's interspersed yeah. little extracts you and things that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, love that, that and it's that's, that's this is really Thierry's idea. He wanted to have this kind of, uh, you know, little things that uh, once in a while help you have these sounds of nature, of uh, sometimes streets and uh, people talking or this kind of, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the one, one side of the project. Yeah. I really enjoy that. And I think it brings it all together and I think also like you kind of bring together all the elements of the wine world yeah. whereas we're at a salon or we're at the mm -hmm. vineyard or we're talking we're in a bar like these are all the places exactly. where people can be exposed to and enjoy natural yeah. wine and I think it's important that we all understand the importance of each of these places to be able to be platforms for spreading mm -hmm. the word um before I want to get back into a little more detail about the shows mm -hmm. you offer but I do since we were talking about events I would love for you to tell me a little bit more, I know you just did an event at the Point Ephemera. Yep. What was that experience like? Uh, it was nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it was this um, bulk wine fair, uh, the first first of its kind, actually. Uh, so it's another, once again, a Thierry's, Thierry Poincin's idea. Uh, and it was also about, you know, throwing, um, it's a radio, radio vino, slash en vrac event so it was about mixing uh, the the things so it's it was a fair with the, the tasting wines uh, bulk wines and stuff and also music and uh, there was a there were a concert at uh, 7 p.m at the end of the, the tasting uh, moment so it was uh, an attempt a successful attempt to to mix the the, the two things you know okay. the wine thing and the music and the sound thing very cool I yeah. And also an opportunity, I think, to expose people to the idea of, of bulk wine, which is brilliant. And also something that's not a new idea. I think it's no, no, interesting no. to see when you... Um, where it's I, an old new idea. It, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, that was yeah. it's very deserves to be uh, resuscitated because um, it's just a great idea to be able to save your bottle, go fill up, change, and, exactly. and just cut off the, you know, have that like reduced price with when you're not paying for packaging and yeah, you're exactly. just reusing. Yeah, because it's the Envrac project, huh, which mm. is the it was the originally uh, thing that Thierry uh, Poincin created. Uh, so, like in uh, 2011, at the Marché de l'Olive, so it's it's close to Envrac, if you know uh, you know the place. So before he opened the. Um, this uh, wine shop and uh, restaurant uh, bar, which was an Indian uh, restaurant before. I don't know. If oh, you know. I didn't know that. I didn't know the history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that was his, because Thierry is in the wine uh, business since more than 20 years. He was, uh, he had wine shops before. And uh, this one, his new idea, the, yeah, 2010, 2011, he wanted to re uh, to do something with the, this bulk wine thing which is as you said an old uh, probably the oldest way to uh, to sell and to um, to to buy wine but uh usually and uh, at the time it was like 
you know, bad or cheap, cheap wine. Uh, so the, the first uh, thing that he has to do, and that was not easy at the time, is to find acceptable and more than acceptable uh, good wine, uh, organic wine, at least, at least organic, which is not that easy. And to have the, uh, the wine growers, uh, to have them be able to 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 sell it to him in bulk, mm -hmm. which is was not that easy at the time. It was almost ten years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, now we are we are seeing it coming back, which is a good a good thing, I guess. And uh, but it was not that easy. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I think he probably trailblazed. I mean, the 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 trail had been blazed, but it was it's such a country tradition too. I think going to your local winemaker <coughs> yep. with the bottle and filling it up, but then bringing that to the city is is huge. Yeah, yeah, it's it is smart as well, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. Thierry's a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's also about you know, it's a marketing, it's a really good idea, and it's also actually uh, it's also actually interesting in terms of you said it, it's cheaper. It's like two. Mm -hmm. 20% to 40% uh, percent cheaper and then you have less uh, you have less packaging and stuff so it's oh yeah, yeah. as he was uh, so he created this calembour um, thing it's in French it's ecolomisé yeah ecolomise which is uh, this pun with uh, uh, economy which is saving uh, mm -hmm. And ecology, which I don't have to translate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, no, and it's win-win. I think if the winemaker so can sell a bulk amount of a, like a large volume of wine without yeah. having to do the bottling, and it saves exactly. work on their end as well. So it's definitely a win-win. Um, so it's definitely something to check out, as well as the fact that Envrac is just like a lively spot to go get a brunch on the weekend yeah, well. or yeah. to have a drink. Also, I have to say. Like some of my favorite souvenirs of en vrac yeah. are is the is the jambon beurre like going and getting uh, a yeah, jambon yeah. beurre with yeah, yeah. It's so good <laughs> um, it's still kind of, it's hard to find that in Paris even though it's such a Parisian sort of classic right. yeah. um, okay so let's talk a little bit about the different shows you mentioned the pop yeah. club there's the different interviews so what kind of shows and content are you offering for people who want to listen <clears throat> so we have uh, basically a few shows well, the pop club uh, also a musical um, show which is called Indigène. I don't know if you uh, if you saw that. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to work on it because it's uh, just we're just starting. But we we are giving uh, you know one or two hours to uh, guests, and they are just uh, they are selecting music and uh, stuff, okay. which is also you know half of the project uh, for Radio Vino, and uh, the rest is um, uh, yeah podcasts that we we had. Uh, recorded as uh, it depends on the fairs or tasting as we talked about or um, and various occasions when we are traveling uh, Thierry always have his uh, record is a recorder digital recorder with him and uh, so it can you know the occasion can make uh, the, the, the podcast that we have when there are uh, you know events like um, birthdays of uh, wine shops and this kind of thing we we can uh, we we go there and we re it's mainly about you know getting the uh, the atmosphere great okay so yeah so you're covering the like the paris scene as well as yeah. like the paris wine scene as well as the french natural wine scene exactly very cool and so people can do this by downloading the app and then they have everything on their phone yeah yeah we have the the main thing is the website and uh, also yeah, uh, the mobile app uh, iOS or Android, so you name it, uh, which is uh, streaming the radio actually. So you can also have the yeah the podcasts are on the podcast platforms, 
we are working on the, on the building this radio thing, which is not really easy because we have to, you know, do this uh, scheduling uh, programming thing, uh, which is a work per se. Uh, so well, yeah, with the app, you can have the, the stream. Which mm -hmm. is mainly music and a bit of uh, you know atmosphere, ambience, mm -hmm. and sounds, and uh, small podcasts. Yeah. yeah, and links to all of them to find to follow up to find them the the audio files of the podcast elsewhere. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, it's a super complex thing, and bravo for pulling it together because it's yeah, a very yeah, ambitious I mean, project. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a lot of work still, but mm. yeah, it's, it's starting to look yeah to look nice. So do you have anything going on? You mentioned the Point Affair event that, that you had mm. a few months back. Are there any more events coming up or is Ombrac going to be doing something? It's the, <coughs> it's the holidays now. Are there some things going on around that? Uh, yeah, we're working at the wine shop. The thing, yeah, we, we are really, really happy with this uh, thing at the Point Affair. So there will be there will be a, a, a spring session, I guess, or maybe just beginning of the summer. So in like a few months, uh, we are doing to do another another round, another thing, probably at the point fermer, but I'm not sure yet. So a new one, and uh, probably in, in Lyon as well, because Thierry is living is in Lyon now. Oh, okay. So yeah, we are thinking about. Uh, uh, doing it uh, as well in uh, somewhere else than in Paris. Ah, yeah. oh, very cool. Well, that's a good. Lyon is a good wine city to be yeah, in yeah. for sure. So, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. for when Beaujolais Nouveau yeah. comes around, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. spot to be. Um, so cool, and we so people can pop into the wine shop during the holidays and enjoy um, festivities. Do you, what do you guys have on the shelves right now to take home that you would recommend for for holiday drinking? Do you have some yeah. Petion Naturel or uh, yeah, something? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love, I love uh, Petnat. <clears throat> oh, you must have been excited about Boulosant then. Yeah, that's yeah. what, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, no, I, I missed the first one, but it was at least my fourth or fifth time in, at Boulosant. Okay, cool. Um, first time with the radio but uh, mm. the year before I went there on my own uh, yeah I have this uh, we have a lot of um, a few champagnes of course and mm. a lot of uh, pet nut and oh yeah I'm thinking about uh, one thing which is amazing it's from Laurent Le Bled which mm. is a Loire Valley guy maybe you know about him yeah. and he made this uh, pet nut which is called Talibule Okay. So, which is uh, I are French people and, uh, <laughs> with their jus de so it's a it's a word game a pun mm. with the avoir les boules mm -hmm. which is which uh, yeah j'ai les boules means I'm pissed off actually okay okay uh, well I'm not sure it has a, a special meaning, but it's just about the calembour it's about the, the pun like uh, okay. often in the natural wine labels and stuff you know mm -hmm. so yeah, that's the thing. It's a uh, pet nut. No, no, it's uh, it's made with the menu pinot, <gasps> ah, which is you know, it's a not so well known yeah. gr grape variety of uh, the Loire Valley actually, mm -hmm. which is really nice, and uh, which is uh, so it's made uh, with a few uh, short uh, skin maceration. Okay. Like a few days, maybe a week. Okay, so we have like a really nice color coming through yeah, on that. Yeah, a bit of orange, uh, nice. orange thing, and then four years. On the in the bottle, you know, aging wow. aged four years on the uh, sur les lits, comme on dit, mm -hmm. so on the on the yeast uh, deposits uh, basically, and uh, so that's it makes really uh, complex. Uh, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, it's a complex. Uh, you know, it's, of course, it's not a traditional method, but yeah. you you are really close to that because you know this four year uh, aging. Uh, that's something. Huh? 
Yeah, for sure. That sounds like it must be quite complex. Yeah, yeah. it's really interesting with a bit, yeah, a bit of tannins, of uh-huh. course, because of the maceration. Okay. That's that's really, really amazing. Wow, nice. And do you have any, what do you have for like, for some whites that would go with our oysters and our, our, our Christmas seafood? <clears throat> oh, yeah. The best thing, which is not the cheapest, uh, sadly, <laughs> is the, an Alsace uh, thing okay. that we, from a Geschicht which is a Grand Cru, and it, it's amazing. We just have a few bottles left, but that's well, that's for the what's one of the best one of the best things I tasted this year, by the way. Nice, okay. And it's perfect with the uh, any seafood. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, so people are going to have to find a way to get, despite the the strike, get to Envrac for the last yeah. bottles that I left. <laughs> yeah, actually, right now it's okay because you you know we have mainly a neighborhood uh, thing, so yeah. basically people are still living there. Yeah. So, um, well, so for far, sure. so so far it's okay. For sure. Cool. Um, I feel like we should leave on a on a red note because we haven't talked about any red wine we have our, our pétion our blanc and <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a white wine guy me but, too uh, yeah. <laughs> no, i like the red <clears throat> um do you have any laurent le bled red as well yeah, yeah or yeah a few yeah a few uh, we have the on est sur le sable yes okay him. uh yeah and a few one of two uh, others right now. and some yeah. um brandon tracy as well i think you guys yeah, often yeah. have oh, yeah we, we just we just uh, got them uh, got the new ones actually uh, we took okay the romantin, huh, which is a white, uh, <laughs> but also no, no, a few of these uh, of his um, uh, Cabernet Franc and Gamay thing. Uh, yeah. Did you have Pinot so, Dionis this year? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We cool. took this. Yeah, we took the one. This one. Oh, we. Uh, the uh, there's a girl who is uh, managing the wine shop, uh, Leo Leopoldine. Uh, brunette, I don't know if you probably saw I her. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and she she's so uh, a Pinot Donis fan yes. that we, we couldn't avoid it. Ah, uh, very cool. Okay, well, I hope that inspires people to hop in for drinks. Um, I'm gonna I'm going to include all of the links so that people can yeah, follow, cool. find the app, find the page for the for Envrac and all of yeah, that, so sure. that they can follow Thanks. along. Thank you so much, and have great uh, holidays. Uh, you too. And You're welcome. <laughs> hope to see you in the new year. Thanks so much to Laurent for taking the time to talk to me for this episode. Follow Radio Vino and Envrac on Instagram to keep up to date with upcoming news and events. Check out the show notes for this episode for links and information about the winemakers we mentioned during our chat. Thanks as always to World Radio Paris for welcoming us into their family and for producing and distributing the podcast. Thanks as always to Ben Nero who wrote and performed the podcast theme song and who has the man flu. It is the holiday season, and there is a ton to do in Paris. Wine and beer and spirits, tastings and events, Christmas parties, and of course, New Year's Eve festivities. If you want to be in the loop when it comes to Paris food and drink events, be sure to check out the 52 Martinis calendar and subscribe to their newsletter, which rounds up the most unmissable events in Paris every week. It's also a time of giving, which is why I'm asking you to consider giving the podcast an iTunes review, or even just giving it a mention to your podcast-loving friends who might enjoy news from the Paris food and drink scene. My final note on the fete is to encourage you to shop locally this season. I'd love to give a shout out to one of my favorite local businesses in Paris, the Red Wheelbarrow Bookstore in the 6th arrondissement. Stop by to browse English language books for all ages and say hi to the adorable Penelope, who recently started stocking my Paris Market cookbook. So there's that too. Thanks so much for following this podcast throughout 2019, and be sure to tune in next year to the Perry Paysan Podcast.